and welcome to this special episode of the Fools on the Hill podcast. I am Cal, and I am joined by my my good friends Yanni and Liam, as always. And today we are celebrating the twenty year anniversary of the Streets debut studio album, original pirate material. Play the jingle. We're here. <laughs> We're here in the realm of the classic bonus podcast for your audible pleasure. Like I was mentioned, we're covering original pirate material by the streets. This is the streets' debut studio album, uh, released twenty fifth of March, which hopefully will be when you're hearing this. It will twenty be. years mm. on. Because um, it was released well, in 2002. Well We've not gone back in time. We're not suddenly in 2002. Uh, I'm releasing that would this. have been great foresight if we recorded this on the 26th of March 2002. <laughs> it really would have been. Uh, but we didn't. So don't be so silly then. We would have been we would, about four. We would have been children. Um, this album, I'm going to just spit some facts at you, uh, was recorded mostly in a South London house rented at the time by principal member Mike Skinner. Uh, a lot of <laughs> garage influence, American hip-hop. Um, the stories he tells throughout this album, fantastic. What, 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 what are the stories about, Yanni? Well, read that next line over here, <laughs> <laughs> I would, If I had to say, I'd say it about British working-class life. Oh, I, I, I couldn't agree more. Couldn't agree yeah, more. Well, Could yeah, you possibly tell me what the four singles of this album were? <laughs> <laughs> you know, if, you, if you're pressing me for it... Uh, Andy, can you describe the photo for me uh, on, the, on the right? In a minute, in a minute. The singles I put um, in order of Has It Come To This? Oh, 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 Thank oh. You. Uh, let's push things forward. <laughs> Weak become heroes and don't muck yourself. Okay. No, no, um, no. Do you want to know where it originally rose to? Uh, in the in, charts? In the oh, UK that was going to be charts. my next question. In the UK, in the UK top four? <laughs> Number 12. And then... did, oh, the, wow, did it have a resurgence when the second <laughs> album, A Grand Dog of the Free, was released? <laughs> you, know, you know what's really weird? It peaked at number 10 in 2004. Wow. Yeah. I t- oh, I bet you, though. Even though it, even though it wasn't a bestseller, it was a cult classic. So it, was it was it was it met with a widespread <laughs> critical acclaim by any chance? Yes, yes. Um, what what was what was the main point <laughs> that reviewers liked about the album? Um, I, don't, I mean, I'd have to say just from listening to it, um, you know, my whole life, originality and humour, uh, particularly wow. of Skinner's. That's it. We're on wow. a surname basis. Lyrics. And so now it's 20 years on. Yeah. Has has the album placed among any of the best albums of the t- 2000s polls at all? Uh, short answer, yes. Wow. <laughs> well, there we are. That's that's the pod, ladies and gentlemen. Three minutes and 50 seconds on that yeah. recording. We've covered um, it all. It was recorded between one of the songs. 2001 and 2002, if you're interested. Um, on the labels, released on label Locked On and 679. I've got no facts about them at all. So, um, going back to Liam's question before, could you describe the artwork for me, please? Yeah, it's Block of Flats. Brilliant. Yeah. Wow. Um, Skinner has stated... <laughs> um, Frank. I told you I'm on a surname <laughs> basis. 
stated that his main early influences, even me today, uh, were from the United States, in particular Wu Tang Clan rappers such as Raekwon and Ruzza, uh, as well as East Coast rapper Nas. Uh, big Nas. So, big Nas, yeah. So, um, I've told you all I want to tell you, if I'm being perfectly honest with you. So I hope that came across as funny as we thought it did. <laughs> probably not. Probably not. Um, so, yeah, we're going to go through this. I just want to say right away, boys, that um, I've never listened to this album all the way through. What? Ever, ever, wow. ever in my life. However, I had a never. weird experience where I felt like I knew everything. <laughs> you just became <laughs> omnipotent in that. <laughs> Oh, and in this moment, the I was infinite. Um, yeah, so we're going to go through it. I don't know how we're going to do this. Um, oh, song by song? Yeah. Yeah. Go on, then. Starting with... I mean, there'll be probably be some that I'm not really... There's not too much to say on. But yeah. Let's... Well, we're starting with Turn the Page. Great opener. Great opener. Fantastic. The tension yep. that builds up mm-hmm. with the strings... And the the rumble of the bass, wonderful. And then those garage drums, oof. That's right, oof. This really, like musically, is Mwah. chef's kiss. Mm. Very, very good. This whole album, is just, I'm not to, not to jump the gun, but there's a reason it's uh, in some of them best album of 2000 polls. Yes, truly. It it really feels like a um. I mean, being only four at the time of this album's release, I can't speak this much, but... Yeah, really f- popping Eckies at the age of four. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, I was more of a, a brown man myself, but... Um, <laughs> <laughs> but um, it really does feel oh, like God. a, you know, a snapshot of the time. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. Flip it, really does feel, it just reminds me of being, you know, I would, you know... Uh, and like you posh kids, I was born and raised on a council estate. And, uh, you know, I knew a lot of characters. Yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. Fit the descriptions of this album and the stories and stuff like that. I, uh, I struggled to relate because of that silver spoon that I was handed. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, no, I, I, get, so. I get what you mean. Whenever I listen to the streets, I can always, I've always got very clear visuals yeah. of the lyrics. Skinner is a Skinner. Is a train. <laughs> yeah, and we had a lot of silver spoons as well, but I think for quite a different purpose. <laughs> <Me and> I... <laughs> is that for the uh, the brown stuff you mentioned before? Uh, stainless stainless steel spoons, maybe. Yeah. Um, that's a sugar, job. not sweetener. Um, straight into has it come to this? Oh, uh, uh, uh. thank you. Um, fucking banger. Straight up. It, it just that's is. all you need to know. Straight up. It's so good. There's a uh, performance he does on Jules Holland of this, which is equally as fantastic from oh, back in that. day. I don't think I've seen that. I'll be playing that. Fucking watch it. I will be. Um, yeah, I mean, listen to it. It's great. Um, let's push things forward. Hang on. Before, <laughs> don't push things forward too fast. Quick, there. Hang push? on. Slow down. Take a second. Um, <laughs> the, the way this starts you do not expect the kind of main musical element when it comes in, that, like, gentle piano kind of sound. Yeah. Mm. It's so unexpected and 
beautiful. One thing I would so, s- so I want to say. One thing I would say. And also the hook's great. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I the I it starts very abrupt. I thought the transition from Turn the Page to Has It Come to This was a bit smoother. Mm, I thought the same when I revisited this as well, yeah. It, it starts halfway through the... Yeah, it's, uh-huh. like, yeah, it's like, as it, instead of has yeah. it. It it's just seems a bit, a bit abrupt. But yeah. I would also say that for the time, this sounds great. As in, like, mm-hmm. uh, the mix, the production, mm. everything sounds uh, really good. It's only the... What's the better way to, to describe this? Like, it, it obviously seems of its time, but the yeah, only pro- by the content of it, not exactly. The, yeah, yeah. It, it almost feels like a retrospective of someone trying Ooh, to. You, mate. <laughs> you know, I know all these big words now. Um, um, yeah, someone trying to re-imagine um, that time, or you know, encompass it in a way. Mm, it's up. almost ahead of its time in terms of reflecting on its own time, if that makes sense. It was very self-aware. Mm. Yeah, Very self-aware. Uh, like I said before, let's push things forward um, to the third track of that name. Um, some reggae influences here with the offbeat um, chord stabs. Um, yeah. This is one of those ones that I don't know. I didn't think I'd heard it before, but as soon as it sort of got to like the chorus, I thought, no, actually, no, I do know this. <laughs> um, speaking of the chorus, it's good, really nice, solid. Yeah, <laughs> couldn't agree more. It's probably it's not one of my favourite ones because I'm not really I'm not really into reggae, so I don't know. I I'd, think. I think it's a bit of a stretch to say this is reggae. I just well, mean not really. that... No, I wouldn't say it's a stretch, actually. There's definitely... It's more like Scar. It's got horns. Well, in. that's even worse than reggae. Isn't Scar it's just different. fast reggae? <laughs> no, Scar came before reggae. It's reggae slow Scar. <laughs> well, so this is reggae then, isn't it? Because this is pretty slow. Yeah, you've done no, yourself no, in it's, early. No, it's not. It's, <laughs> it's got element. It's not reggae. The song isn't reggae, is it? To be honest, it's just not. No, Which, the, I the might say it was, was two-step reggae. garage. <laughs> yeah. It's got yeah, reggae no. elements. I like it, but if I was just going to put one street I, song in I the got, playlist, it would not be this. I've got some Gorillaz vibes from this song as well. Mm. Like like Gorillaz of this time. Yeah. Um, mm. Musically, I mean. Yeah, the bass is quite crazy. I suppose. Good lyrics on this song. Yeah, definitely. Also, date it very well. Uh, the, you know, we're going to come to a question later around dating of an album. Uh, I think this one's going to be quite an obvious answer. Okay. Spoiler. Um, Spoiler. Moving on. Sharp darts. Very quick one. Um, it's all right. Yeah, it does the job. It's, it it does the job, like you say. I like how there's no, there's not really skits. Yeah, I'd expect something from this time to have like a few skits in, mm. especially because of sort of the genre blend as well. But um, it doesn't. So the shorter songs really add to it, um, and the music in this one is again something that sort of cements it in the time. I would say. This one, there's like a pixelated, bit crushed kind of thing that happens every so often. Um, don't know if you caught that, Liam. 
I do love that you said this one's <laughs> fat like your mother. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's a, that's, a, that's a highlight of the song. Moving on, yeah. Yeah. we've got same old thing. Um, Not to spoil one of the questions where you've got lined up for later, but this is mine. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking love this track. I think yeah. the lyrics on this are incredible. Probably a bit misogynistic, but again, of the time. Yeah. Well, good old days. Not to go over it too much. I I'm very surprised at how not offensive a lot of this album is. Yeah, <laughs> I suppose. Uh, I, I I think that goes from. Um, I can't remember what phrase he used, but it's very self-aware. I think he said, Liam said. Thank you. Yeah, I was um, the whole time I was expecting to hear something that would be extremely uh, offensive at mm. some point, but yeah, thankfully I mean, it, there's not. If if the line "I'd shag her and matey" right there is uh, one of the more offensive <laughs> ones, twenty years on, you've done pretty well. I think that's the the worst. Yeah, that's what I mean. Um, but that's not really offensive, is it? No. Just what, it's just what lads you... talk about on nights out, isn't it? And he's always playing like characters, isn't he? So it's yeah. like it's not yeah. not necessarily him just saying that. It's uh, yeah. the character he's playing. But yeah, it's... also agree. Yeah. This is probably one of the best. The mm-hmm. the musical elements of this are great. Um, a lot of momentum through it. Mm-hmm. The strings mm-hmm. are great. I don't know what the sample is, but it's uh, very good. Very good, Liam. Yeah. Are yeah, you with sorry. me? I said before, yeah, I agree. Um, I haven't got anything else to add. I agree with you. It's one of my favourites of the album as well. Mm. Geezers need excitement, Liam, so fucking book your ideas up and smile. <laughs> sorry? <laughs> I'm only joking. Just having you on, mate. Uh, yeah, Geezers need excitement is the next one. Um, originally, this used to annoy me. Because oh, it's... The melody's quite stabby and... Mm. Just with the just with the hook, but I've I've really grown to really grown to like it in the last few years. This is the first one where I thought this sounds um, not fun, dangerous, and dark. Mm. Um, I enjoyed it, and I thought the storytelling throughout this was fantastic. Mm-hmm. Probably, maybe the best. Well, one of the best um, stories mm. told um, of the album. Um, and I think it's a good turn to have something like this in the album at this point. Um, so most of it's been kind of upbeat. Uh, it's not the down, it's the upbeat. Make it complete. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I enjoy this one. I am. Um, I all, I just still don't like the, the, like the hook, the chorus on this one. It still just doesn't. Great to me a little bit, but the rest of it, yeah, I agree. It's a really good, really good story telling. I love the line, um, he's a shady fuck, beam a free series, lock, stock, and two fat fucks back in him. Yeah, great, but yeah, really good, really good story telling. But yeah, the, the chorus just, I just feel like it, I don't know, mm. I don't know. I know what you mean. Maybe it was a stylistic choice to make you feel a bit on edge. I don't know. Mm, I um, definitely felt that it's... it works in that way, Liam. It's too late. Um... <laughs> Just a quick one before we move on. How many times have you guys thought of the Idols medley since listening to this? An awful lot. Uh, An awful never. lot, not a lot. I've tried to forget that. Mm. No, An just... awful lot, I yeah. yeah, yeah. I thought it was pretty good. Yeah, it's all right. Um, it's too late, like I said. Um, this one, 
I was again. This is one of the ones that I didn't think I'd ever. I didn't recognize straight away. Uh, anyway, well, I don't know what I'm trying to say there. However, um, this one I remember. I listened to it while I was working, and I was like, "This is making me quite emotional." This, um, mm, yeah. the strings. I mean, to make a song good, just add strings. It does the yeah. it does the trick every time. Yeah, it really does. Um, but this is great. Um, the fact his voice isn't that great um, when he's singing the hook doesn't even bother me. It's backed up by a nice uh, female vocal who, unfortunately, I don't know the name of, but I might be able to get right now. No, I can't get that. Um, <laughs> however, uh, yeah, Jackie Raw. No, ooh, is she? Um, <laughs> <laughs> That's more offensive than anything. <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah i yeah without giving anything away another sort of standout for me on this album is this song Uh, this is possibly my favorite song on the album this one also uh, is quite very nostalgic feeling for me yeah i don't i don't don't think i really listened to a lot of the streets until i say listen i don't think the streets are around i mean i was on the streets but (laughs) <laughs> the the street music. <laughs> um, I remember the second album, and I remember that being on TV and being around me. Um, but this album, not so much. But maybe this song was at some point because this does feel very nostalgic. Or it's a, it's a bit similar to some of the songs from um, hmm. the second album, maybe. But yeah, I really like this one. Couldn't agree more. Beautiful. Too much brandy is the. Next one, again, fantastic storytelling, even, in this one. Um, yeah, I don't know. I've got not really got much more to say on that. I thought the storytelling was great in it. And yeah, it this... brings it back to the more upbeat kind of musical yeah. stylings in this one. This, uh, this song's home to one of my favourite lines on the record, where, I don't know if it's my favourite line, just the way it's said, uh, get fucked up with the boys. Just... Oh, yeah. yeah. It just, I don't know, it's so different, but it, it just makes me laugh every time, every time I hear it. Great tune. Yeah, it's a great tune. It is a good tune. I think that the very repetitive um, kind of bass and, well, just the instrumental, it's a bit dull for me towards the end, but again, storytelling. I was, yeah, I was uh, a bit fleek. I was surprised with the in the chorus, the hook, the um, the like Spanishy kind of like guitar. I thought that was a, a very yeah. odd musical choice, but it worked very well and very and changed it up because otherwise it would mm-hmm. have been very repetitive. Um, yeah. And the fact it sort of changed into that, and I feel like the drums sort of like go out of time when it's playing. Because I think it's trying to match the sample, which isn't perfectly in time. I don't know. I could be wrong. Um, but that's what I felt like when I listened to it the first time. That's right, the first time. First time I listened to that song ever. Crazy. Um, Callum, don't mug yourself. Sorry. Another <laughs> banger. <laughs> this, yeah, this, no is, one's is, this is no um, one One of the singles that we mentioned... Um, Probably the last one because it's the last one listed on the list of singles lists. Um, Tell you what, I'd lose my shit if this came on in a fool's gold. Yes, it mentions your name in this song. Does it? Yeah. Then Cal grabs 
the phone like, oi, 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 oi. Calv. That is... Cal. Oh, yeah, it's Calvin. Yeah, it's Calvin. Yeah, it's Calvin. So it's Cal on the lyrics here. Well, it's Calvin regardless, so maybe... On the ones I'm reading, it says Calv. Well, either way, I do often shout down the phone, oi, 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 oi. (laughs) 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 This is a great song, isn't it? It's just a great... Great tune. Great tune. Great party tune. It makes me want to get drunk. Year six disco. <laughs> Knee sliding. <laughs> yeah. yeah. What's next, boys? This then cha cha slide. Who's got the who got the funk? We have the funk. Thank you. Brilliant. Another short one. Yeah. Um, in the right place. I'd, I'd say it's in the right place. Um, mm. It's a little bit grating with the sort of sax sample that's being played repeatedly for the whole one minute 50 duration of the track. Um, but again, it sort of splits things up. So it's good to have a little break from the full on songs that are going on. Yeah, I agree. Individually, agree. I don't really remember it though. Yeah, I don't really. It doesn't. I don't remember it much either. I guess it's a good job with Tony. Less than two minutes, isn't it? <laughs> oh, the irony of it all! Another one that is very high up on my yeah. favorite yeah. tracks. The the this contrast between the guy who's high and the guy who's drunk is just it is fantastic songwriting. It's fantastic. Yeah. Hello, my name's Tim. Yeah, this is a great one that I often sing along to in the shower and do both parts and just <laughs> live my life. It's yeah, you've, you've often put this on uh, on journeys we've been in in the car, yeah, and yeah. it is a wonderful time. Like you say, storytelling is great. Everything about it, the message behind it, is fantastic, and still relevant. To be honest, yeah, yeah, and just the way that the uh, Stoner character justifies just a kind of how he's just a like you know a nice little guy kind of sitting playing his PlayStation, <laughs> you know, just gets high, yeah. This is really funny, yeah. And like the kind of the part right towards the end, where he's trying to like explain um, government to funding. the drunk guy when they're like arguing, kind yeah. of thing. Very good. Yes, very good. And now we move on to weak become heroes. Yep. Um, a ballad? <laughs> Not really. Kind of the ballad one. Um, nice chords. I like the I like the musical aspects of this. Sounds very nostalgic, mm-hmm. I think. Um it's a long song. It's five five and a half minutes. It's uh well, I mean, for the album it's a long song. Um but I like I like it. It's just one to for me that I just sort of put on in the background and just relax to. Yeah. It's, it's just nice to sort of take it in. Yeah. I I like this one a lot. It reminds me of uh I remember I remember Van McCann. I don't know if it was on like a Desert Island Discs or something or like just he was on radio doing something, um, picking his favourite tunes and he picked this and I'd never heard it before. Um, and I listened to it so much. So it reminds me of that time in my life. But I think the lyrics do kind of remind me of going out. Not that I'm much of a drug user, but, uh, you know, it just kind of... the The vibe... So I think the video helps with that. It just... I don't know. Just it paints a picture as they all do. It's just it's a good tune. 
Yeah, I like there's a lyric, but uh, but the same piano loops over and over as the mm-hmm. piano loop is looping over and over throughout the song. Mm-hmm. There's a a sense of like a longing for what was. Yeah, in this song, mm-hmm. and I think the music complements that so well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think um, this is another one for me that's very feels very nostalgic. Mm-hmm. I think I just prefer these kind of same slower, kind of more uh, string heavy songs. But like, I love the chorus on this. Um, I think it's a great, great song. Yeah, just uh, as you say, it's just one you can just put on and just enjoy. Mm. It's just got a great feel to it. Uh, and then we've got the last short one, uh, Who Dares Wins. Um, not much to say on that. It's what you'd expect uh, from the street, I suppose. Um, so, yeah, I don't think anyone else has got anything to say, have they? Mm-hmm. Sound. Yeah. Um, final song, Stay Positive. Um, what would we say on this one, boys? It's a good closer, yeah. but I nine times out of ten it. What? Nine times out of ten, skip it. Yeah, I don't know. I think I was listening to the album before. I don't know how often I get this far. I don't like the stay positive kind of hook. Um, Yeah, I don't know. I don't actually feel like I remember the song very much. I thought when I... Because like I said at the start of this, I've not listened to this album all the way through before and I made sure to do so the first time I did it, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, without basically any interruption. And it was a great experience. Um, and it comes to this, and it's very weird, because Mike Skinner sounds like very different in this. I don't know whether he recalled this when he was ill or something, when he had a cold, but he sounds very different. Or when it, whether he was younger, and this is like an old song he's had. Mm. You know, like his uh, you know, up-and-coming sort of mm. groups have like that old song that they always like finish on and then when they release their debut they put it as like the final song because they always play yeah. it at the end of their sets. Kind of yeah. feels like one of those to me. I could be yeah. completely no, wrong get, with that. But um again, yeah, Liam, the sort of hook on this is a bit shit. Mm, um, yeah. This is one of the ones that the instrumental sounds very American. Very the um two thousand and one Doctor Dre. I think. Mm. Um, but, yeah. Yeah, I know you mean. Um, yeah, it's a bit of a weird one to end on, but it is a good close, I suppose. Yeah. And with that, we move on to the questions that we always do on these classic album episodes. Mm. So mm. I'll start with the first one. Do you think this has aged well? <laughs> I think with the resurgence of genres that's going on, um, mm to think of the obvious one, Pink Panthers, bringing back the sort of garage sound. Yeah. Um, I would say that this is aged very well. And the points are made before we're going through it about how the production and everything, it, it could come out today and you wouldn't think this sounds old. You'd think that there's something nostalgic about that. Yeah. I think this is a hard question to answer because... I agree that some of it, as you just said there, Yanni, feels like it could have been made today. A lot of it doesn't. A lot of it very much feels of its time, musically and especially lyrically. Mm. I think lyrically in particular, it, it's... 
yeah you wouldn't get it just this these stories are not being told now lyrically the it's dated told. i 100 agree with you very though, dated yeah. but in the in the i think the traditional way we answer this question in terms of it being dated um oh, what was the actual question again is it, aged, it aged well, well. is it aged well that's it sorry um i think it has aged well if that makes sense, but it's very dated at the same time. That's what I mean by it being a bit of a difficult. It's just question. very of its time, I think. That's the way <clears throat> to say it. Yeah, but it was a it was very of its time, um, but progressive for its time. Yep, uh, of its time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, Yanni's already touched on this, but what was your first experience with the record, Liam? Um, my first like kind of lucid. Uh, experience with the record was like last year I guess but I feel like uh, you know I've heard the streets a lot growing up around um, as I mentioned earlier the a Grand Don't Come For Free that most of the songs from that are, are more kind of ingrained in my brain from being younger I'm the same um, with you there I remember like VH1 and MTV Rocks and everything mm-hmm. Dry Your Eyes and Fit But You Know It Blind By Rights yeah. always on yeah, so they were the dry ones. your eyes, especially. Oh, yeah, was just every, I feel like I've heard that, song that so much. second album mainly there were singles of how I was sort of introduced to yeah. the streets. More, mm-hmm. I like I don't really have any childhood recollection of any of the songs off this album. Yeah, I'm all. pretty much I'm pretty much yeah. with you there. I remember my first experience with the streets was, I think it was FIFA 2005, but fit that you know it was on. Yeah. Um, and then I will have known like the the odd ones from this album, but as a full collection, I think I would have been about eighteen probably when I first listened to this as a full thing. Probably not far after uh, Van Makan, I mentioned a minute ago with Week Become Heroes. I just went into the full full album. It's weird for me because <clears throat> I was a bit shocked when I revisited this over the last couple of days that. For some reason, I always thought Don't Monkey Self came a lot later than this album. Mm. And I almost, I'm, I, I'm probably making this up, but I feel in my memory that was like a single when I was like 10. I don't know if it if it just had a resurgence or something or I'm making that up entirely. You know, maybe around the time of like Just Jack or something, maybe people were listening <laughs> yeah. back to some of the early street stuff. Um. Or something like that. I don't know, but it it just does feel like, um, yeah. For some reason, I feel like that came later. It was like actually popular when I was old enough to remember it being popular. Mm. But I'm I'm just don't know, maybe someone I knew just happened to start listening to it a lot. Fair enough, Yanni. I'll come to you with this one first. What's your favourite track on the record, Nick? Um. Well, I mean, it's either gonna be it's too late. Or we become heroes. Um, probably gonna have to say. <sighs> it's too late. Oh, I don't know. I really, I, I don't know. It's I don't have one. It's it's one of those two. It depends on the mood. Um, I think I can be more conscious and listen to it's too late, whereas I can subconsciously listen to we become heroes. <laughs> Does that make any sense? Uh, yeah, completely. Liam? He's gone. <laughs> He's dead. <laughs> he is dead. I'll go. I'll fill the dead air. Um, I said it before, same old thing is my favourite track. I often listen to that walking to the car from work because it's just a very good walking pace. 
Um, his laptop has crashed, everyone. Oh, that's whether not or not sign. he'll be back. Whether or not he'll be back. Oh, shit, yeah. That's not a good sign for whether it's saved his recording. Oh, well. Um, not I'll carry on. No, we're not. Um, yeah, same old thing. It's a great one to get a bit of a speed walk to or the irony of it all, which I mentioned before. It's a very good shower song. Uh, final question. How would you compare this to their other works? I'll go as a full album. It's definitely my favorite. That could probably be because I've not really delved too much into the other albums as a whole. Yanni? Um, well, the same, because I've I've not really listened to a full album. Apart from the last one, I feel like we had to cover that in a pod, potentially. Um, but, yeah, I th- I think this is one of those uh, instances where the debut is the best at like their peak. Um and it's gone downhill since since that point. Um so I would say this is the best purely from a lack of knowledge of the other albums. Yeah, I'm pretty much with you on that one. So I think that draws us to a close because Liam has gone <laughs> and we've been waiting around for him enough today. I don't really want to have to wait around for him. No. To come back. Um, so as you listen yeah. to this, please hope and you'll know because you'll have heard it if it <laughs> has worked. But please hope that his audio has saved because if it hasn't, we're not doing this again. <laughs> so um so yeah. Is, this is coming through live on the group chat. It's all gone dark in my life. I don't know <laughs> if it's gonna you might never hear this. If you haven't, what a waste of thirty four minutes and six seconds. I've had a great time. I've had a great time, yeah. But, you know. Um, Good so, job not missing out on revenue, eh? <laughs> Mate, times like this, you've just got to stay positive. Oh, exactly. Oh. I'll do that. What, exact same joke what, again. What better words to leave it on? Yeah. And on that note, um, because they can't argue about me saying that. <laughs> good night, farewell. I'll be the same. Goodbye. Oh, good God. Oh, it's not looking good, everyone. Uh, Say goodbye, Kel. (laughs) Hello, fellow fools, fellow countrymen, followers and friends. This is Liam from The Fools Now, the podcast. Uh, just a quick note, sadly at the end of our street classic, uh, towards the end my laptop decided to die mid-recording, um, so my my wonderful friends and fools finished about me. Um, so I just wanted to say goodbye! Oh, that was bad. <coughs> I've got a sore throat. And the dragon, goodbye! Goodbye! Oh, I can't do it. God, this illness is taking over. See you later.